0: Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates Interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your moderator, Owen Daniels, and I'm interviewing Chris Taylor, current incumbent and the Democratic candidate for Wisconsin Assembly District 76 in the November 8th general election. Each candidate for this office will be asked a set of questions prepared by League members to discuss at their interview. So to kick off our conversation, what is your professional educational and civic background that qualifies you for the Wisconsin State Assembly and why are you running?
1: Well, first of all, I'd like to say a big hello to everybody who's watching this and a big thank you for giving me the honor of representing you in the State Assembly. I am now entering my fifth year in the State Assembly and I have been a very strong effective advocate for my community for our progressive values in advancing and trying to advance a very progressive agenda on the issues that we so care about like public education transit our environment the rights of working people the rights of women what, how we shouldn't be investing in our children and so I have a long track record already um, on being an effective, strong advocate for the people I represent, but also getting things done. Knowing that even though I'm a a staunch opponent of the Scott Walker Tea Party agenda, you have to figure out strategically if you're gonna get any policy passed where you can reach agreement. And so I have had success in getting very, very important pieces of legislation passed, like the first ever in the nation independent investigation law of officer-involved deaths. No state passed that before we did. I was a lead uh, sponsor with a Republican colleague. This last session, I was able to pass a very important law for victims of sexual uh, abuse and victims of domestic violence called the Safe at Home Bill, which was a bill that established an address confidentiality program for victims so that they actually could go to the the Department of Justice and get a P.O. box so they would never have to disclose where they're actually living to to try to protect them. My whole entire life, I have uh, been an advocate for people's rights. I I came from Planned Parenthood, where I was uh, the public policy director working every single day to... Uh, pass good policies that protect women. And then of course as an attorney in my earlier life, really representing people and dealing with issues, trying to help people using the law.
0: The outline of, Walker, of the Walker Administration's transportation budget proposal for the state already appears to be a contentious issue even before the introduction of specific language in the legislation. From your review, what do you support as priorities for transportation issues in the budget outline, and what do you oppose and why? And what do you believe should be done to close funding deficits in the transportation budget and why?
1: Well, I'm very honored to serve on the Joint Finance Committee. There are only four Democrats out of 16 members. And so I've gone through a budget process uh, this last budget cycle and saw firsthand all of the uh, really poor decisions that this governor and the Republican legislature are making, starting with, but not ending with, unfortunately, our transportation budget. We are now in a situation where about 20 percent of the Department of Transportation budget goes to debt service. Um, We're in a situation now because of the lack of investment in public roads, public bridges, where we have the third worst roads, local roads, in the state of Wisconsin. And you don't see those investments, unfortunately, have not been made by this governor. So the first thing that I would do is uh, do do a realistic assessment of what what are the traffic projections, what kind of um, investment are we going to need coming up in the next 10 years. I hear all the time from my own community that we need a lot more investment in transit. That's what's attracting young people to our community. with keeping young professional people in our state. They don't want to have to have a car. They want to be able to access, live, and work without um, having to have a vehicle. And so that's extremely important to my community. I think we have to complete these road projects that we're right in the middle of and not leave places like Verona Road unsafe, we are 30% of the businesses or, or, or the businesses are saying they've lost about 30% of their business because of that traffic construction. But then we also need to assess, um, you know, do we need all these big highway expansion projects? And, if, and we need to assess what are some ways to uh, increase revenue if need be after really doing a realistic assessment of what our highway needs are.
0: The likely Republican majority leadership in the Wisconsin Assembly has brought forward an agenda for the upcoming two-year legislative session. What is your opinion of this agenda? What specific items do you support or oppose and why?
1: Well, look, I have been a big opponent of the Republican agenda that we have seen that really has focused on two things. Cutting taxes for big corporations and the most wealthy. They've given about $5 billion in corporate tax giveaway and individual tax giveaways. A big chunk of that, unfortunately, is going to people who don't need that. The second piece of their agenda has been to deregulate, to gut things that are protecting our environment, like clean water laws. Um, And so that really has been their total economic agenda. I vigorously uh, oppose it. Um, I'm concerned about creating the jobs of today and tomorrow. A lot of those uh, jobs involve uh, the tech industry and making sure we're making smart investments in the industries that are upcoming and are expanding in our state. But I'm also concerned with these flat wages that we're seeing from working people, middle-income and low-income people. Their wages are extremely flat. And so I have uh, an agenda that I support that I think is far more robust and far better, and that is uh, restoring a progressive tax system so the wealthy are paying a little more. And middle and in, low and middle income people are paying a little less investing in things like paid maternity leave affordable child care uh creating a public infrastructure and investing in our public education infrastructure which is so critical to having a talented workforce and keeping our kids in the state so you know there there are things i thought on the republican agenda uh, they are finally acknowledging that families need a leave policy. Of course, the leave policy that they propose is just working families putting their own money into a what is basically a health savings account. And I don't think that's the way to go. The government needs to invest in our people, and uh, we need to finally adopt programs that actually help working people and help them get ahead and create opportunities for them.
0: What issue areas, through community work and legislation introduction, do you wish to make a priority for yourself if you are elected and why?
1: Well, I have made a priority of really uh, advancing a very progressive agenda that invests in the people of the state of Wisconsin. And um, particularly that looks at helping out low and middle income working families and individuals uh, through things like a more progressive tax system through things like getting rid of one of the biggest corporate tax giveaways that has ever been passed in the history of the state, the Manufacturers and Agricultural Tax Credit, which is costing us $570 million over this biennium. I want to take that money and invest it in the people of the state, invest it in our K-12 schools that are getting – Uh, the short end of the stick. The Republicans in the legislature didn't even give our K-12 public schools enough of a bump in funding for them to meet their inflationary costs. So they are really, really struggling. The priority of my Republican colleagues has been to actually take money from our public schools and give it to unaccountable private schools. That's the wrong way to go. I would end that, those kinds of programs. Secondly, I would invest in the UW system. There was uh, the Republicans last, uh, this last budget cut $250 million from the UW system. That's the wrong way to go. The UW system and UW Madison is one of the economic engines of our state. We can invest in our children and in public education, we can invest in our local roads and in transit. We can invest in our parks and our public lands. So I would look at seriously reforming these tax giveaway programs to actually make the investments so we have a very strong public infrastructure. That's what's gonna attract private businesses. That's what's gonna attract the private investment, not this top-down, trickle-down economic plan that the Republicans have been pushing. It's been a total failure in the state of Wisconsin. What are one or
0: two of your personal qualities that make you the best candidate for voters in your district?
1: Well, I think I have shown that I'm a real fighter for people. Um, my constituents can always count on me to have their back. I am one of the most vocal uh, opponents of some of these very harmful policies that we see, while being one of the most outspoken proponents of a progressive agenda that invests in the people of the state of Wisconsin and truly moves our state forward. So I am a real tenacious fighter. My Republican colleagues would say that. My Democratic colleagues would certainly say that. But I'm also a pragmatist. I also know that sometimes you do have to compromise and you have to be very strategic in figuring out what kinds of policies that are very, very important, can you reach agreement on? And so, though I am a fighter, though I am a very strong, um, in, in many ways, opponent of so many of these harmful policies that we see from my Republican colleagues, I've been successful in looking for things that we can advance together. I gave some examples of those, a very important bill, my uh, independent investigations of officer-involved deaths. This uh, was, as I said, first in a nation. No other state had ever done this, uh, looking to make sure that victims of really horrific violent crime have the opportunity to keep their whereabouts confidential. I led the charge in getting uh, public money and getting money actually from the joint finance committee to make sure after these uh, voter suppression bills came into effect for our elections that we allocated money for voter education so voters would actually know what IDs they need. I led that effort with actually the League of Women Voters. So I have been a leader on a lot of issues like that and have really managed to get things done even in a very difficult political environment for progressives.
0: Finally, Representative Taylor, what would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview?
1: Well, first of all, I want to say to everybody watching what an incredible honor it has been uh, to represent uh, just this amazing community of mine in the state legislature. It has truly been one of the most wonderful gifts that I've ever been given. I hope I've made you all proud. I certainly uh, wake up every single day with the intent to fight as hard as I can for you, with the intent to fight as hard as I can for our kids and what they need to be effective, with the intent to really be the strongest advocate that I can be for policies that help the people of the state of Wisconsin, not the big out-of-state special interests, Not the big corporations, but the actual people in the state of Wisconsin so that we can truly move our state forward. You know, at times I'm disheartened by what's happening. I'm disheartened to see the lack of investment in our public schools. I'm disheartened to see some of the uh, uh, anger and resentment directed at this incredible UW system. I think there's a lot of bad decisions being made. I'm disheartened by the attack on workers, the rollback of the basic rights that we all come to expect in our state, uh, some of the rollbacks on our environmental protections that are actually the wrong way. But – I will never give up in fighting for a progressive agenda, for policies that help people, for policies that make the investments in the people of the state of Wisconsin. That's how we're going to move this state forward. That's what I'm committed to do. And I ask you all, all of the residents and voters from the 76th Assembly District, to please uh, give me the, the, uh, another opportunity to represent you. I will never stop fighting for you. Thank you.
0: I want to thank Chris Taylor for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. Please remember to vote in the November 8th general election. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.